earlier, I saw five fucking people on my friends left list on Elden Ring. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, okay, well. Um. I honestly, like, I think this is going to be one of the games that um, the next, like, ten years are measured against. Hmm. Like, it's okay. re- it really is. I mean, in my opinion, it's really that good. Cool. You know? All um, right. Kind of cool. like Breath of the Wild. Like, that was a game where ever after it, tons of people were trying to compare. Like, it was... How do these things compare to Breath of the Wild? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, is it better? Is it worse the same? You know, like, mm-hmm. it just was one of those games where it's, yeah. like, became the, the barometer for, like, everything. Yeah, fair enough. And fair the enough. fact that the barometer for everything could be a fucking Souls game is mental. Because <laughs> hmm. they've always been super niche, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, yeah. not widespread, like... Uh, well, yeah, watching the gameplay and stuff earlier, like, the comparisons, I was like, hmm... It was putting me away from it, actually. I was like... Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this combat. I'm like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's the biggest thing, you know? It's like, I, I, I would never tell you that, like... I would never recommend the combat to someone who doesn't like it, you know? But the thing is, I enjoyed it in The Search, because it's very similar, right? Mm. Um, but, um, like, it's the same sort of, like, much delay, you know? Yeah. Like, way, way... T- it's all about the timing, but it's like, everything is different timing and it's all just about placing it right you know I I think the reason I enjoyed it in the surge is because I was just way more into the sci-fi thing at the time right undead sort of robot things like I was like yes please give me more yeah Um, souls I was kind of like I tried the third one and I was kind of just like yeah this is hard but I don't you did kind of dig it though right yeah it was cool it was cool I like I remember you speaking highly about it I burned through the first boss and like fucking eight seconds yeah um like i fucking massacred him like just like boom like yo i hope our sound quality is good by the way because this is an awesome cold open oh shit i didn't realize you were recording but i was like yeah i got to the first boss guy the guy with the sword or whatever i think he had a sword he's like a giant stone dude sort of i don't that like when like when he goes like second phase at some point in time and he like pulls a sword out of himself maybe maybe some yeah shit like that? some some weird shit but he was cool right at the beginning and um I'd heard all kinds of things about him after I did it but mm-hmm. like I ran through and I was just like yeah boom 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 no problem cool move on and then I was talking to somebody and they're like oh so like uh, how hard of a time are you having on so and so and I'm like what I'm like oh the first guy I'm like. What are you talking about? Like, I didn't die. I just fucking killed him and moved on. Like, <laughs> And then I did it again later. And I was like, how the fuck did I do this? Like, Dude, I have no idea. I, I had the just, exact same experience. I was in the right mind state. I was yeah. just like, all right. Like, easy peasy. Dodge. Fucking yeah. Whatever. Stab. Uh, yeah. Swing. Yeah. Dodge. Like, easy. Oh, I got to drink a potion. Sure. Listen, we should do We need to do Yeah, yeah. Check. We need to get going here. Yeah. <laughs> mic check, mic check. Mic check. One, two, one, two. All right, so should we open it? Let's do it. Cool. Uh, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Noob Talk Radio, episode 43. I'm your host, uh, Joshua Osborne, and uh, with me here is Teague Anderson. That's my name. And uh, how, are, how are you today, Teague? Fantastic. And yourself? <laughs> I am. How am I? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Good? Yeah. Good. Uh, happy to see that I'm not that tired today, because lately I've been, like, exceptionally tired. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just going to bed too late, um, and a lot of the... Like, a lot of, like, life stuff has just got me more tired than usual. Okay, huh? Like, I'm trying to look for a condo with my girlfriend, and, like, this whole process has just been, like, really... Exhausting. Really, yeah, like... Yeah. It's both, like, you know, causing some relationship strife, as that kind of thing always does, and, like, just, you know, following leads and, like, checking things constantly, talking with the mortgage broker, talking with the real estate broker. It's just, like, so... 
you know, getting discouraged by places that, I mean, our incomes are, like, very medium, you know, and, like, um... Shit's expensive. Dude. Like, it's fucking unreal, the I prices, was man. I remember condo shopping, like, uh, I don't know, uh, seven, eight years ago, and fuck, yeah, I know, it's a nightmare. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it's gotten a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> It really has gotten a lot worse. <laughs> well, I just mean the, the process itself. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't mean itself. in terms of the cost. I just, um, yeah. like, yeah, it's just, yeah. I don't know. What a headache. I mean, totally normal, like, four and a halfs in, like, reasonably okay neighborhoods. Like, not the best are, like, often, uh, like, we can't even afford. Mm-hmm. Like, forget it level price. Yeah. You know? like, I remember. Crazy. I remember I was looking, um, uh, there was a place actually in Verdun that was, Expensive, but it was kind of recent, and uh, yeah, it was pretty new. And uh, <laughs> it was like I would imagine a Tokyo apartment to look like. Um, it was absolutely tiny. It was like ser- everything was compact. Like there were like half doors in places. They're like the bedroom wasn't really a bedroom. It had like two doors that made the corner. Like it was wild, but it was still like I think. At the time, like eight years ago, something like two twenty um, for yeah. basically a one and a half. Eight years ago, that's a lot. I mean, dude, yeah. But it was like right on Wellington. I'm pretty sure. Right. Um. So, up and coming part of town. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I could be wrong on the price too. It might have been a little more. But I remember just being like, <sighs> yeah. "What the fuck?" Like. Yeah. It's good for a bachelor solo, small person. Sure. Maybe a dwarf. I mean, uh, listen, uh, like a four and a half, we, we saw a four and a half between like close to Sobe Metro mm-hmm. uh, on Lajeunesse Street, quiet, like quiet street, uh, or, you know, Lajeunesse is like actually a pretty busy street in general, but a quiet section of Lajeunesse Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very close to Sobe Metro, not the best location, but really close to the metro, close to grocery store, at least one grocery store, and like pretty walkable to like some nice area on like Flurry Street for example mm. with like some some kind of cool boutiques and super close to the lakeshore uh, near near Laval that we both love right so like pretty decent you know and like but not the most desirable neighborhood ever and it was still priced out of our like we made an offer at like asking price but it went for like 30 30 over 30k over mm. and and the asking price for us was like absolutely at the limit of what we could what we felt comfortable with you know right right um so it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, that was just a very normal four and a half with, like, decent light. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, and not great location, right? Yeah, like, decent, but, like, yeah. I mean, you know, not in the East End, but, like, not in the heart of uh, Jean Talon area either, you know? Right, like, right. Yeah, no, it's really, uh, it's rough. Headaches. Yeah, it's headaches, yeah. Uh, Maybe anyways. not the best time. All that to say, I've been going to bed a lot later than I usually do, and, like, just mentally exhausted. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy that, like, I managed to get to bed in a reasonable hour, and I feel, like, relatively alert today. Good, good. <laughs> Which is nice. Uh, nice nice change from the norm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, God, I feel like every time we do this, I completely forget how to record. Mm-hmm. That episode. was a very long intro, yeah. It was a very long mm-hmm. intro. So, yeah, where do we start? Um, well, I think there's pretty much only one place to start. <laughs> I mean, after the last two hours that you we just spent trying to, maybe it was an hour. Why don't, why don't you tell the uh, the listeners uh, what you've been up to over the past, uh, it was probably an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been trying to buy Elden Ring for the past hour. Um, I've got it downloading now. So, hey. I mean, Things I'm, are looking up. <laughs> that, that, that's a great place to open. I'm excited about Elden Ring. Uh, we decided to put 
I guess this could be a general discussion, but we put what we've been playing first since I have played some Elden Ring, mm -hmm. so that we could talk about it. Uh, and I basically spent, I guess, the last maybe hour and a half, two hours-ish, uh, trying to convince Teague that it still may not be for him, but if there ever could be a From Software game for him... This might be it. Absolutely, this is this will be it. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, well, we'll I mean, see. I mean, tell I'm, me what you think from... I bought uh, it, so we'll see. No, um, but I mean, like, from what I'm saying, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, a possibility for sure. And yeah. um, you convinced me, so uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to give it a try, and uh, I'm going to blame you for all of its faults. <laughs> you 100% should. <laughs> Although I was extremely careful to uh, not try to persuade you. No, well, I know earlier, I'm bad with that. We spoke but... earlier in the day after you played for, like, a very brief time, I think, right? Yeah, and, yeah. like... You convinced me then to buy it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. I, that's when it started. Um, it wasn't like you just, you know, you convinced me in the past hour. I, mm -hmm. I was already convinced, but uh, but it's still your fault. <laughs> no, that, that's not, that's one hundred percent. That's legitimate. But I, I really caught myself a lot of times, like from the from the second I got this, I was like, okay, I don't want to, I, I don't want to influence Teague's decision of whether or not he pre plays this game at all. And I was sort of like, from the get-go, I was like, this is probably still not his kind of bag, mm. you know, uh, from the get-go. But then everything I saw in the game, like almost every single thing, I was like, man, it's like, it's like, I keep seeing things that I think that I feel like you'd appreciate it, mm -hmm. you know, in 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 the just the the kind of game it is and like the kind of stuff it's doing. Feels like it has a lot of the things that you maybe like about uh, open-world role-playing games. In what could be a really interesting, different from soft package. Yeah, you know, I yep. don't know, yep. but um, you know, one thing that totally bugged me today was I was reading an Elden Ring article. Uh, I can't even remember which one it was. Um, I think it was something off like Polygon or Kotaku or something. And I'm not. This is not an opportunity to shit on Polygon or Kotaku, although I love doing that. But yeah, um, <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> but but um, yeah, seeing some line about someone was describing uh, where the game came from. They said from software and George R.R. R. Martin's Elden Ring. And I was like, how the fuck is Miyazaki's name not in this fucking, like, accreditation? And, like, dude, like, I don't... And I'm not trying to shit on George R.R. R. Martin. Like, I've read his books. He's very, he's very... He's very talented, right? Like, that's not... You don't think so? I think he's quite talented. Talented, like, ideas? Talented writer. I think he's a shit writer. I mean... I think his... his oh, the ideas were cool. Yeah. But I think he's a terrible writer. The books were a fucking... They were, I don't know. I found I found them really hard to get through. No, I, I really enjoyed. Uh, well, maybe we can agree on the fact that he's a talented world builder. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. I a hundred percent agree with. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Which but, totally makes sense to collaborate on a project like this, right? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, who cares about his writing skill? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean for sure, for sure. But at the same time, I was like, after playing this game, and I guess so. Before we get re we really get into it, uh, full disclosure, um, I have played five hours mm -hmm. straight up, just five hours. You know, so take everything I say with a pretty big grain of salt here. Yeah, but five hours is still <clears throat> um, a hell of a lot more than me. True. Uh, and five hours from someone who has platinumed three out of the five from software releases on modern consoles and has played most of them between like 10 and 30 times all the way through. Platinumed three of the five? Yeah, they're the only games I've uh, platinumed. platinumed. Jesus, which yeah. ones? Uh, I platinumed Dark Souls 1, uh, I platinumed Bloodborne, although I didn't finish the additional trophies that came out in the DLC, and that bugs me. Yeah, um, yeah. that doesn't I... count. <laughs> I still got the platinum. No, uh, no, I still got the Conan God platinum, but there's new shit, and I don't have it, and I'm like, dude, I, I, that was the only game I ever platinumed, and now I don't, really? I've never platinumed That's a awesome. game. That's awesome. I've never platinumed one now. 
<laughs> it still bugs me to this day that like I, I every time I look at Bloodborne now, it's mm-hmm. like I'm always like, I need to go back and finish yep. that. <laughs> I need to go back and finish. Yo, those. I actually tried in Conan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I man. knocked off a few, but uh, I was like, uh, the last ones, no. To get the additional trophies in Bloodborne, you have to, the, the final boss of the DLC. The Bloodborne DLC, first of all, is like we're already getting way off topic. But the final, the final boss in the DLC of Bloodborne, uh, sorry, the DLC of Bloodborne, is I think the best DLC I've ever played. Okay. Um, and the Artorius of Abyss DLC for Dark Souls is about on the same level. Hmm. But I didn't enjoy it quite as much as the the Bloodborne DLC was really fantastic. Okay. And they're perfect examples of like everything right about DLC. Um, hmm. But that aside, uh, the last boss in the Bloodborne DLC is fucking ludicrous. Okay. Like, I tried him, like, five times. I didn't beat him. I've watched people beat him. He's completely insane. But five like, times is not very many. No, but it's like, you know, when you That's have experience... like giving up after the first try, basically. When you have that much experience with these games, five tries like that, you can tell how, how long it's going to take to master this guy mm-hmm. and like it's it's unreal how difficult of a boss they made for the last one okay it's kind of like I think the intent is that people will not beat it right kind of thing. you know what I mean right like it's like it's like it's cool because it's the absolute last thing possible mm-hmm. so it's like a nice like additional challenge but like there's really no actual need to beat it okay you know what I mean okay. but I have to beat him if I want the, the trophies mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the problem it's rough yeah even people beating him with a cooperate like with uh, with co-op it's like still really difficult hmm. which is uh, that's something it's yeah. rough man Anyways, all that to say, um, five hours from someone with that much experience in their games actually does count for more than just five hours from nobody. I suppose. Right? Um, because I have like an, enough, uh, enough background knowledge on what the type of thing is that they do that I can make uh, better inf- inferences from that amount of time. Right. Right? Uh, but all that to say, I do not have a lot of experience. Fair enough. Just five hours playing, like super, super early. Um, I do remember saying earlier um, that I'm ha- I keep having all these moments of like... I actually think T would really appreciate this. I think T would appreciate that. Like, I keep seeing things that I'm like, I feel like these are all elements of, like, the things that he likes in open world games. And it really comes down to just a question of, like, can you enjoy the combat? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I think I can. I-, I think it's possible at some point. It's maybe. just going to take a little dedication. And um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, again, right mood, I'll probably get really into it. Well, I mean, one thing I can say is that this game is um, very similar to Breath of the Wild in terms of, like, its design philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like, the Teague's already... <laughs> I'm disappointed that I purchased this. <laughs> I don't want a Zelda fucking game here, man. The, the, the listeners may not know. How do you feel about Breath of the Wild? I, I, I don't care for it much. <laughs> <laughs> Just being very generous. Yeah. I know, I know Josh does. So we disagree wanna... on this heavily. I sincerely believe it's uh, one of the greatest games ever made. Uh, whether you like it or don't like it, I, I do believe that it's a, a pinnacle of, of um, game design achievement. Uh, okay. And I won't be dissuaded, but I, I respect your opinion. I'm just saying that's your opinion, man. It's your opinion. It is. It is. Uh, but and a lot of people probably share it. I just don't like Zelda. I mean, that's fine. But I'm not saying that I... Well, anyway. But what you did say was it was one of the best games ever, whatever. But, yeah. And I said, fuck you, that's your opinion. But now what you're saying is it's, you know... It it really influenced all kinds of stuff, right? It did, and, and it did. that that's different, right? But I'm analyzing it on the level of craft, also, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not talking about like how fun it is to play. So best designed ever, right? Yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, no, I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, again, what I was, you know, just being a dick uh, about <laughs> was when you said it was the best ever 
whatever. And I was just like, yeah, no. Well, you did say one of also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, again, I was just arguing for the sake of arguing because <laughs> hey, I man, hate Zelda. Totally fair. Um, Listen, you, you, have, you, you pretty much have to shit on anyone who says that any, any given game is like the best game ever or is like a perfect 10. Well, you pretty much have to shit on that, right? I mean, I think unless you agree with them, yeah. Um, and even if you do agree yeah. that it's one of, I mean, for sure, it's worth uh, pulling up anything you can. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. worth picking apart. Yeah. Because it's worth getting at the reasons why someone thinks it's the best thing, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Uh, anyways, uh, but all that to say, it's true that, uh, you know, when I was saying earlier about the fact that I do think that Breath of the Wild really has influenced an entire generation of games. Right. Like, it, you can, like, there's sort of like, um, it's one of those inflection points of, like, pre and post. Mm. You know, like, and all the games post are either being compared to or are trying to be as impressive as Breath of the Wild in terms of just open world design, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, lots of people don't care for Zelda games. Uh, that's totally respectable. Like, I, I, you know, I don't care if you like Zelda games or not. But the open world design of Zelda is extreme. Of Breath of the Wild specifically, is extremely impressive. Mm-hmm. And it's really surprising to see that Elden Ring was able to make a game that seems to me, at the moment, roughly as open as Breath of the Wild is, but also apply all the elements of Dark Souls games that make them really fun to play to that same formula. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's so crazy about this. And no, it's neat. like, and I feel like if you can find, like, one of the things that might help you enjoy it is that even if you're not that into Dark Souls combat necessarily, and it, it's true that it's like, you do have to fight some point in time, right? It's like, you, oh, you, you yeah. can't play a game like this and not fight. It's impossible. No. But what you can do is you can really just get on the horse and travel the countryside and largely avoid fighting whenever you feel like it. Mm-hmm. And that's different. Yeah, yeah. You know? You can also, like, you can hunt wildlife. That that really sort of blew me away within the first 15 minutes of the game. I was like, there's just fucking, like, deer walking around. Like, boars wandering mm. around. Do you like, have a bow? Uh, no, you can get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my character doesn't start with one. I'm the prophet. By the way, also for anyone listening, I would strongly not recommend taking the prophet <laughs> as a starting class. <laughs> it is one of the worst decisions you can ever make in a Dark Souls game, especially if you're new. And even if you're a veteran, his hmm. shield, his starting shield is absolutely abysmal. And it's like, yeah, shield, it's just like like OG Dark Souls. Like, shields make a really big difference in this game. Okay. You know, like having a good shield with good stamina block, like good physical block percentage. It's like you can have a shield that blocks half the damage you receive versus a shield that blocks all of the damage you receive. And then it's like the impact on your stamina. Mm-hmm. There's like a boost stat or some shit. And basically it's like the higher it is, the less stamina it drains when you block. Right, right, right. And yeah, the difference can be like night and day between like... I mean, like, here's an example. I found one early boss in a cave that the first time I fought it, I was just like, I mean, this was like an hour before I left the house. I was like, 100% like, like, fuck you, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> you know, like, and I, and I know this is like a, supposed to be an quote unquote easy boss, right? Mm. And it's like, he was annihilating me. Is there, is there anything that's an easy boss in a Souls game, though? I thought there would be in this game, hmm. you know, because it's so goddamn but other open ones. and so big. No, probably not. I mean, I, I don't know. I, yeah. To me, it just like that. Those don't. Those words don't sound like they should go together in a Souls game. I, yeah, they don't really do that. I mean, easy yeah. bot. Like what? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely. I don't. I don't know what I was expecting. I, but I guess you know. I'm since I, so limited on them, but I just know that when I've gone into that boss area, I'm like, oh, I fucked up. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. in trouble now. Um, <laughs> and I, I just yeah. Again, easy doesn't compute. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is going to be the cool thing about co-op, but we'll get to that. Mm. <laughs> but um, for me, I was like, okay, the first boss in a dark in, in a new Dark Souls game, for sure, I'll be able to do this without that much trouble, right? Like later ones, for sure not. But like, 
I've played enough of these games. I've probably logged a total of like a thousand hours in like from software games over all of them, you know? Like for sure I can do one. And this guy like fucking beat the shit out of me. Mm. Like it wasn't even funny. Like I did it like twice and I was like, you've <laughs> got to be kidding. Like I just, I'm like, I guess I'll just leave. <laughs> you know? Like okay, okay. what the fuck? But I found, I mean, you, you using one of the coolest aspects of this game, the fact that you really can pretty much go anywhere from the start. I was able to gallop across the entire countryside like by putting a map marker on a section of map I hadn't even revealed yet, looking at some guy online being like, I found this early shield that was really cool. I'm like, okay, I'll try and get that shield, see if I can get it. I was like, maybe if I can get a shield that doesn't totally lick balls. Again, do not take the profit. He fucking sucks. Uh, I mean, I love Faith. He's like a Faith dude. He's like a cleric, you know? And he's got a heal spell, which will be really cool for multiplayer, but... The shield is like really, mm. it's really bad. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I was like, I'll see if I can find the shield that this guy online is talking about. Because I just feel like if I can just get a shield that doesn't totally suck, like maybe it's fine, you know? And that's one of the most impressive things about this game is I was able to, I mean, this map marker I placed on my map was like, it was across a giant chasm, like it was across a giant body of water with a huge bridge spanning these two things. It was from one area of the world that was like way higher than the other to like a much, much lower plains area in like what seems like a different almost like land mass. Mm -hmm. And I ran all the way through the countryside onto this bridge past, I ran past two fucking legit bosses with names. I could see the names appear on the screen and just gunned it past them. Ran past a ballista a, a, a clearly seeming to be like a horse killing ballista. Like the point is to kill you on your horse, right? Killed me the first time, tried it again, managed to get past it the second time, gunned past the ballista, kept running, past another boss, past several enemies that I was like, I don't want to come anywhere close to these guys because for sure they're going to kill me in like two seconds. Mm -hmm. And managed to get to the exact location this guy put on his video, fell down the cliff, and sure enough, there's the exact item he's describing. I pick it up, it's an amazing shield. I go back to that boss that was like impossible before. I beat him on the second try with the shield. Hmm. And I'm just like, this game's mental. Hmm. Like, how crazy is it that you can... It's that fucking open. I must have been running for like two two or three minutes solid. Okay. Like, okay. on a horse. You know, like... It's crazy. Cool, cool. I'm curious, man. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. That, that whole... Just the whole open world aspect of it. It's like... When I was reading about it, I was like... I have trouble seeing that this would work in a, in a, in a, in a Dark Souls game. And I was really kind of like bracing myself for it to like maybe be not as cool as everyone's sort of thinking it's going to be. But honestly, like the first moment you come out of the tutorial cave and it just, the, whole, the, the world sprawls out in front of you in 360 degrees. There's shit everywhere. There's fucking like temples and like crabs and shit down on the sand, like way beneath me that I can see that I'm like for sure I can go to if I want to. But I'm like, that looks crazy. I don't know. <laughs> and there's just shit in like every fucking direction. And part of the cool thing about this is that this is, I, I took like an giant entire page of notes about this. Um, I'm not using like any of them. <laughs> but one thing that is in my notes that I jotted down was like, I think it's really, and I think SkillUp touched on this in his review, uh, or his like, I would recommend. Mm. Um, really good. You know, go check it out. Um, but one of the things that's really impressive about this is it really is true exploration in a sense that most games can never even come close to. And when I say that, I mean like, True exploration comes from an interesting world is presented to you with interesting things in pretty much all directions. No carrots are dangled in front of you telling you where to go. So the first thing you do when you don't see any carrots is you're just like, I guess I'll just pick a direction. You pick a direction, you go, 
you see some stuff, and the game just continues to never dangle carrots in front of you, so you're always just picking where to go organically from, like, what I can see. Like, that's a cave, looks neat. There's a lake with some weird monsters, maybe I'll check it out. And the fact that this game's so fucking big means that you can never really... Like, you, ha you ha really early on, you, you abandon the idea of exploring, fully exploring an area. Hmm. And as soon as you ditch the idea that you can fully explore an area, you attain true freedom of exploration, because then you're just like... Really, it's all equally equally valid. So I guess, I, yeah. I guess I'll just pick a direction and see what I find. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's really immersive, right? Yeah, yeah, like totally, uh, totally. Yeah. It's it's like it's. I mean, it's such a small difference, and it's like the rewards for exploration too. It's like, it's not like a long dialogue with some like kind of cardboardy wooden NPC. Mm. First of all, if it is a dialogue with an NPC, it's a fucking dope as shit dialogue with an NPC. It's not a, a wooden one with like terrible delivery. Right. They're right. fucking awesome actors. The writing's fantastic. That probably is George R. R. Martin's. I just remembered where I was going with the tangent earlier. That probably is George R. R. Martin's influence, mm -hmm. like some of the writing. Um, very much appreciate that. But they've always the thing with FromSoft is they've always been super good at writing NPC dialogue. Right. Like that's been a strong point literally since Demon Souls, like on on you know PS3, right? Um, and the cool thing is that like. You don't find a wooden, like, NPC dialogue reward at the end. You actually find something neat in the world. And that's the reward. Like, it could be an item. It could just be a neat-looking statue. It could be, like, a cool, like, place to look out on a beautiful countryside. But it's, like, they're not, like, stereotypical, like, number rewards. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to explain, but... Um, I'm curious. There's something about it. You know? And yeah, I mean, I can't wait to... There's, like, so many things I haven't tried. Yeah. Like, I haven't tried co-op, you know? Like, I, I, I really didn't use the horse other than to try and get that shield. Mm -hmm. Like, you can fight on the horse, too. Like, you can swing your sword on it. Like, um, yeah, the ups and downs because of, like, the gusts of wind that right, you can use right. to, like, get to high places. Like, Can you do f take fall damage on your horse? Um, I haven't taken fall damage yet. I assume that you can die from falling from too high, but it's completely unlike other uh, from software games in terms of falling damage. Okay. Because okay. you usually die really easily from falling. And I've fallen down things that would have killed me in like Demon Souls and Dark Souls that did nothing in this game. Hmm. So I haven't tested it, but clearly they did that. There's a difference, right? Yeah, like they really clearly were like, you know what, we don't want to punish people for exploring in this game. Hmm. And I think it's a really interesting choice. Yeah. 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 Um, so all that to say to answer your question, I don't know, but I haven't suffered any fall damage yet at any point. Okay. You know, so my guess is probably yes. Mm. Like probably it doesn't do you damage if you fall on your horse. Right. Maybe okay. the horse dies, but like you can resummon it instantly. You know? Okay. Like, nice. Um, nice. Oh yeah, I think I did read an interesting mechanic that like resummoning the horse if it gets killed might take a flask, like take a healing flask use, mm. which is a neat kind of way to balance that. Yeah. I guess. So there is some like there is some thought put into like whether or not you're like I'll summon the horse and run. There's at least some sort of trade-off. Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's kind of fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, the freedom of combat's crazy. Stealth, um, new types of attacks. I mean, I, I'm of the opinion that Dark Souls combat is some of the best in any video game. That's a very subjective opinion. Uh, I love it, but uh, and I think it has a lot of like variety, complexity, and depth. Some people don't like it. I think you know. Yeah. No. I, the weird thing is, again, it's super similar to the Surge, right? Yeah. Um, which I loved. Which doesn't really make. I think it's just the the mood. Yeah. When I maybe. tried them out, you know, um, I was in the mood for dark sci-fi when I played the Surge. Yeah. And it was like a pleasant surprise. For like sure. Thirty bucks or something, or forty bucks. I don't know. Yeah. And then, I think Bloodborne was the first one I tried, and I totally didn't get into it at all, at all, at all. 
Yeah. Um, and then Dark Souls 3. Uh, I tried. And I, I enjoyed that one a little more, but I really didn't dig the setting of uh, Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. The gothic. Like, there was something sure. about it that yeah. just, like, meh, not for me. Whereas Bloodborne, a little bit more, but I still wasn't too much in, too into fantasy. So, like, dragons, I was just, eh, okay, you know. You um, mean Dark Souls 3? Yeah, 3. So. Right. Yeah, Dark Souls 3. I don't know what I said, actually, but... Yeah, Dark Souls 3. Uh, even that I wasn't as into as The Surge, which was, again, you know, like, kind of dark sci-fi. Yeah. And it was, that I was really feeling, so... Yeah. But I did enjoy the combat in it, and it is pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, from everything I read, I never played the game, but I read a lot about it, because I was really curious, because mm. it was, like, everyone was, was saying, like, you know, sci-fi Dark Souls, and, I mean, who doesn't want to try that? I don't know. It's a, yeah. It's a pretty appe- appealing idea. You know? Yeah, it was, before I even knew what Dark Souls was, I played that, you know, yeah. like that, so that was the first. Yeah. Um, to come back to the combat in Elden Ring, like, it is more freeform than any Dark Souls combat before. Okay. Which is not, you know, not huge differences, but it's little things that, like, add up. Like, the fact that it imports the stealth from Sekiro, mm. um, so, or Sekiro, so you can you can stealth lots of encounters, you can use stealth to kill enemies that otherwise would be... Like, stealth is a great way to fight if you're, like, not good at the game's combat. Because mm. you, if you have the patience, you can solve a lot of combat encounters that way. Hmm. Um, which I think is a really cool addition. Like it's it's that I almost feel like is like an accessibility option. Right. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. Like it's a way that you can approach that you know you just can kind of bypass the game's combat systems in a lot of cases. Hmm. And like say you know you're a person that then is horrible at the combat and is having trouble like can stealth most stuff but is having trouble with bosses. Well, you can co-op people for bosses. So maybe that's a great way to get through the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's all it's all about options, right? Like so you get the stealth. You have tons of fucking magic, just like other from software games. You've, so you've got like, um, you know, like sorceries. Then you've got like the sort of cleric faith stuff. Uh, both two massive categories of magic with like tons of spells that like I have two, and I think there's. I, I mean, I don't know, but I'm guessing there's somewhere upwards of like probably forty or something different spells for each type. You know, mm. um, there's all these different weapons classes. There's more weapons than I've ever seen in a from software game before. Um, you can customize the weapons, like Miyazaki was saying in interviews before, like by like switching up like what special power they have. So there's like a lot of just like weird customization options. And, like I'm probably not going to use like almost any of these because it's just really not my bag. But like it's so neat that like all those things are there, mm-hmm. and it gives you almost endless like like it's it's really cool when you see a game from the outset that you're like, if I spend time with this, the amount of options are going to get bigger as I go on. And, like, that's really nice for, like, end-level play because it's, like, there's going to always be something to fuck with. Yeah, for sure. If you still want to play the game, but you're, like, I'm tired of XYZ. For sure. Uh, the fact that, like, you know, horse horse combat is a thing. You can swing your sword on your horse. That's weird and different. Man. And then, yeah, crafting, too. Like, yeah, they add crafting. I thought that would be annoying, um, but I'm 100% not annoyed by it. I just, like, pick up shit that I run past, and I don't, I don't like, worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't give me anxiety. I just grab everything I pass by. It goes w- like without mental overhead into a into a screen somewhere, and I just look at it if I need it, kind of thing. Right. I haven't even used it yet, but I'm like excited to like find you know you, can, you, know, you need to make something, be like, oh fuck, I have that, you know. Exactly, exactly, and like you can, it's another cool thing to like um, pick up in the world too. Like I'm guessing you can probably find cookbooks from like probably rewards for like beating areas or something, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like I bought a cookbook from the like of some random traveling nomad merchant. And like it teaches me how to do I don't I don't remember some fucking thing and then I'm just like whatever but like it's cool like I mean I'm, I'm excited about it mm. you know what I mean and like I forgot to even check but I'm so overwhelmed by the game but like I bought notes from the merchant too 
that were like note about cool thing to find here essentially hmm. right like it sounded like note about I can't even remember but note about something and I was like oh neat so probably if I get that either I'm going to read it and it's going to tell me where to go or it might put a thing on my map maybe right, right. I don't know but I was like that's a great kind of item in a game like this mm-hmm. you know um, all sorts of cool shit man like and then at the same time it's like in stereotypical Miyazaki fashion the game is obtuse as fuck in some ways mm-hmm. you know like I just, I read today, and I'm really thankful that I, you know, it's like Matt, I was talking to Matt about this friend of the show a lot, and uh, he's having a blast with the game, Um, and he was telling me that, like, he really wants to not look up anything, Mm. and I completely respect that. It's like, it's a great game to not look up anything for. I can't do that, (laughs) Mm. because I have too much experience with um, FromSoft games, and I know you can fuck yourself with builds. So I want to get the build right. Right. You know, so I I have to have some weapon in mind. I don't care if I only get it after like 80 hours, but I need to know, okay, I'm going to use that weapon in the end. Yeah, so I don't want to spend... Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, so that weapon requires, you know, 14 strength, 10 dex, 16 faith. I'm going to have exactly 14 strength, exactly 10 dex. I'm going to put everything else in faith. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I'm just planning that shit in advance because I can't help it. I mean, listen, Matt's going to listen to this. He probably found it naturally, but like if he didn't find it, you remember that thing with summoning those spirits that we saw in, like, pre, pre-footage? pre Yeah. Like, yeah. summoning the, like, mob spirit guys? Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And, like, you actually need an item to do that. Like, man, fuck... Like, it's, it's such a fucking From Software game. Miyazaki <laughs> is such a fucking evil genius. But, like, so I, I found a reward of a guys to summon. Like, hmm. in, a, in an early dungeon. I can show you if we play where to get it. Okay, it's, nice. It's, like, it sounds neat. I haven't tried it yet. But then I went to use it, and it won't let me use it. And I'm like, what's going on here? And so I look up online, and sure enough, you, you need to have an item first that will let you summon the things you find. Mm. Right? And that item is separate from the things you find. So I'm like, okay, well, where do I find the thing? And I look it up. And it's like, it's the very first... I mean, okay, listen, I guess this is going to be mild spoilers. Mm. So anyone listening, just skip ahead about 30 seconds. If you really don't want anything, my personal recommendation is you probably want the spoiler. But up to you. Um, the first waypoint you find, like a like resting place, they're called Sites of Grace in this game. Mm-hmm. But the first one you find after leaving the uh, the tutorial place, right? Like the, going out into the open world, the first one you find, you gun towards this. It's called Church of LA, I think, or mm-hmm. Church of Ella or something. An NPC will appear there. Uh, it's like you wouldn't be able to miss it if it was there the first time you went, but the NPC only appears at night. Hmm. And I can't tell you how long it would have taken me to find that if I didn't look it up. Right. Because I went to that place already, and I was like, I'm done here. I saw everything. You know, like, there was a cool traveling NPC that sold me the notes and shit, and Mm. I'm like, I don't really need to come back here. Mm. So, I don't know how long it would have played, and it's like, if you don't talk to that NPC, I mean, I could be wrong, but pretty sure she gives you the item you need to do the summoning. Hmm. So I just wouldn't have been able to access that entire feature of the game, and I'm like... Hmm. That's, uh, yeah. It's intense. It's intense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's both... I'm, like, annoyed at them, because I'm like, come on, guys, really? But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I kind of got to respect that also, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I may not like it, but, like, I kind of have to respect it. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. With the internet and stuff, you know, if you really do want to find something in a game, you, you can find it easy, you know? Yeah. Watch a video on it. And, true, true. I mean, I but, don't know. But for people wanting to go in blind, yeah, to I, access such an important feature... I guess, yeah. Right? Some, yeah, that's pretty... I mean, it was in every pre-reveal footage. You know what I mean? Like, they're clearly stressing that that's, like, a thing they're really proud of in this game. Mm-hmm. So to lock that out to, like, an NPC that only appears at night... I'm I think like, it's pretty hilarious. It is hilarious. I mean, it's I... kind of like... <laughs> I think it's amazing. Like, I can't get mad at them for it, but no. I'm also, I'm like, 
really? <laughs> yeah, well, like, I mean, like, you might... It is amazing. You, you, you're desperate for it, and you really don't want spoilers, but you have to. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to look yeah. it up, because yeah. shit, it just... Anyways. It's not there, if not... I don't know. I think I realized what I was uh, trying to come back to before when I lost my train of thought. Mm -hmm. um, there was an article where they were saying, you know, from software and George R. R. Martin's latest sort of fantastic creation. And I was just really a little incensed that, like, Miyazaki's name wasn't there because, honestly, like, I'm sure that George R. R. Martin contributed. But from what I can see so far, I've seen nothing that isn't in the writing of every other Miyazaki creation that he's right. made. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I gotta be honest, I cannot see the influence of George R. R. Martin here personally with experience with every single one of, of Miyazaki's games. Mm -hmm. Right? So I just felt like... I know George R. R. Martin's, like, a big name, so it's, like, a draw, but, like... Of course. Dude, like... He's clearly not... I'm sorry, but, like, he's not the genius behind this game. Like, he probably helped a lot. It's it just to me it just seemed rude to not mention Miyazaki's name you know, yeah. in the same sentence because I mean like he's been the literal driving force between every single one of these from Demon Souls you know? right, it's right. Like, anyways so that kind of annoyed me but um, I mean yeah what, what what more can you say about the game I think you know? said quite a bit yeah. <laughs> it has pretty much universal praise what it's, was its uh, score yeah it's uh, IGN gave it a ten uh, which which is an asshole move no. I think it's uh, I think it's appropriate in this case, although right. obviously I'll have to play more to see. But mm -hmm. um, I think it's believable. Okay, yeah. I just I don't. I, we've talked about this before. It's got uh, it's sitting at a ninety-seven uh, on Metacritic out of fifty-one critic reviews. This is on PS Five. Its lowest score is a ninety. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm. Uh, out of fifty-one reviews, um, it's at something like I checked before. It's at something like you know twelfth highest rated game on Metacritic. Period. Hmm. Right? Out of, like, whatever the, I guess, thousands of games on Metacritic? I no know. idea. There's a lot. Uh, I mean, Metacritic goes back pretty far. So, yeah, pretty much universal praise. People seem to like it. I think it's justified. Um, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I hope you find I hope you find something to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know if it'll be for you, but I, I hope you find something to enjoy. Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll get some, some hours out of it, yeah. I'm sure. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, one thing's for sure... You know, I, I need I need levels. Mm -hmm. Like I need levels and souls. So like I would happily beat bosses with you. <laughs> cool, cool. Because I really need experience. I'm fucking terrible at it. Mm. Like uh, it's 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 handing my ass to me on a silver platter. Like really, repeatedly. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, just beating the man. The the first the first dungeon is like well dungeon. You come across like a little ruins like really early in the game, and it's the first sort of like big area. And like, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in the game too. And there's like all these soldiers in it. They all have different armaments and shit. They're all wearing the same tabards, like as if they're from the same castle. And like, if you aggro too many of them, there's a trumpet dude in the middle. And if you n notify the trumpet guy, he blows the trumpet, and literally everyone comes gunning for you. Mm. And it's like game over, <clears throat> you know. And I'm just like, holy shit, that's fucking cool. Mm. So like, first thing I do next time after I die is like kill the trumpet dude first, you know, like mm. pick them off one by one, whatever. But like. Even that first area was extremely difficult for me. Hmm. Um, and granted, a lot of that is because of the Prophet's shitty starting shield. Like, it really is rough in a game like this, playing with a shield that's not good. I'm sure if you took... I mean, the Samurai has, like, a mediumly good shield. Like, better than mine, but maybe not amazing. Although he has a Katana, which is, tends to be pretty good. 
and like good like a better vigor and like endurance which is like you know really nice um but yeah there's two other classes like this this like dude with like a massive cloak like vagabond or something like looks like he has a pretty good shield the confessor starts with a amazing amazing shield so a lot of it is just because i picked one of the hardest starting classes i think hmm. you know um which is like fun for someone who really knows the series, but not a good idea for a starting person. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For someone starting out, like just pick a class that looks like they can hold their own in combat. Like, hmm. You know, because you, you will appreciate that. <laughs> but um, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about Elden Ring. Fair enough. I don't know. I mean, uh, do you have anything to add, or should we move on? I'm just curious. I, I can't wait to play it. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, listen. Uh, before we keep going, maybe <clears throat> we'll just wrap up what we've been playing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cool. So before we go on to the news, uh, I'll just say. I have some sort of unusual games on my list here. Uh, part of the reason why I didn't play Elden Ring is because actually I got really into Infernax. Um, okay, yeah. Which I think I mentioned last time. You did, yeah. And uh, Infernax is like, um, man, Infernax really surprised me. Um, it, it's, it's a really cool, like, Castlevania 2 style game by a competent developer that's, like, pretty hard, but not too hard. What can I say about Infernax? I played, like, four hours and almost, dro- and almost put it down just being kind of like eh, it's like it's cool but like I've played this kind of thing before for some reason I picked it up one more time and then I was hooked hmm. you know like it did one or two things that like it does some really interesting things with story um, and some neat things with like I'll, I'll say one quick Infernax anecdote that I think demonstrates how cool of a project it is so at one point in time one villager in a village tells you oh I was out um, the other night on like a you know by the water and like there was a thunderstorm, and I could have sworn I saw a castle in the distance. And that's all he says, right? Hmm. Like, that's it. And I, it just so happens that, like, five minutes earlier, or maybe, no, maybe, like, 20 minutes earlier in a different zone, someone, I got a thunderstorm spell. So I got to the place he was talking about where I'm like, oh, this looks kind of like the place he was talking about. And I was like, for sure, they're not telling me to, like, use the thunderbolt spell, right? Like, that'd be way too fucking obscure or obtuse. But I'm like, whatever, like, I'll try it. So I equip the thunderbolt spell, and I, and I, and I, I cast it. And, like, it triggers a massive cutscene, and this whole fucking zone, like, comes out of the mist. And I was just like, that's cool. Are you kidding? So, I, I, if I didn't do this based on talking to that guy, the one tip he gave me, and acquiring that spell, I wouldn't have accessed, like, it's necessary to beat that castle to finish the game. Right? Hmm. Like, I was just like, I mean, the balls of a move like that. <laughs> it's not the only time they did that, too. Another time, someone in a town was like... Man, you know, I saw I saw a bunch of birds the other day, and like, you know, they were really getting obsessed with like shiny objects. Like they'll pick up anything, and I had just gotten like a raven spell, so I got to one zone where I like see a switch over there, and I'm like, okay, obviously, like I need a double jump to get the switch, right? Like it's for sure just double jump. Like I'll come back here once I get double jump, and I was like, but there was that one thing that guy said about raven spell and like picking up shit, and I was like. I guess I'll try it. I cast the Raven spell. First time I cast the Raven spell. And sure enough, the Raven immediately goes over to the Switch, flips it for me, and comes back <laughs> and unlocks this giant portion of the game. And I'm just like... Pretty cool. It's crazy, mm. right? It's, it's that kind of stuff that really um, kind of won me over with the game. Fair enough. Um, and it, it, I, I am sad to say that I got to the actual last castle of the game. It was like six times harder than... Or like ten times harder than everything before. Hmm. And I played for like three hours and was like, I don't think I'm, I, I, I have to drive to do something this hard anymore, mm. you know? Because it, it was really like a big step up from everything previous to it. Okay. And I don't know if I'm going to finish it. Um, hmm. I was really, I really wanted to finish Infernax before I played Elden Ring because I thought it was a, a really nifty creation. But, so that's too bad. 
Um, but honestly, the rest of the game is like pretty fucking amazing. Hmm. So you know, it's a neat uh, 2D Castlevania 2 type game if if you're looking for that. You know, cool. Um, yeah, so we would recommend. Uh, I also I logged about. I don't know, maybe five to ten hours playing Cyberpunk, uh, right? PS5 uh, native version, and um, yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to say about it. I'm not as impressed as I thought I would be by the by reading the list of patch notes, which was mm-hmm. like really extensive. But it runs super smooth. Um, I've had like one minor bug with like save files that was a little weird. It kind of deleted my manual saves. It didn't cause any loss of progress, but it like removed some manual saves that I'd created earlier that I was a little bit upset about. Mm. Um, but it didn't really actually, you know, in practical terms, it didn't impact my playing experience. Right. Which is nice. Um, and I mean, the frame rate's really solid. The graphics are pretty gorgeous. Like, um, I didn't really notice any of the things they say they improved, but I think it's just stuff that's kind of not on my, it's like, these, these are blind spots for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of like NPC AI stuff. Like, although one thing that uh, I have heard Justin on GameScoop talk about that I think I will notice is he said, I didn't get in too many fights when I was playing it. I was mostly just exploring. But he said that um, the enemy AI is actually a lot better in, like, fights. Okay. okay. Like, they, That's cool. Yeah, no, it's, it sounds really neat. Like, they do different shit. Like, katana guys will, like, try to get behind you. Or, like, like they just employ a lot of different... I think the actual patch notes said what they what they changed was they have now different AI patterns for everybody. Hmm. So they can give different types of enemies different attack patterns. That's cool. It's, That's cool. It sounds really neat, yeah. And, like, they will do a lot more, like, interesting things, like try to flank you, you know, try to... Like, ones that are fast with katanas will, like, really gun for you while other guys are shooting hmm. to, like, seriously, like, fuck up. Like, you know, what do I kill first? I'm confused. And then the katana guy gets you. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Like, I mean, I, I think that I'm might notice those kinds of improvements. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was solid, and, like, I kind of just always thought Cyberpunk was a pretty good game. Right. You know? Uh, so I, I don't know if this made it that much better. It's hard for me to tell, but I do still love the game, and, I mean, as a person who is a really big fan of the, sort of, I guess, the IP of Cyberpunk, I still think it's a really cool thing. It's a really cool way to experience Night City. Right. You know? Right. Um, so that, that's pretty much what I got to say about that. Cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, do you want to tell me about uh, what you've been playing? Uh, really, not too much. Um, <clears throat> I messed around on uh, Dying Light 2 a little bit more. Um, experienced a lot more bugs since the latest patch. Um, now, this is the one that came out really recently, right? Yeah, last like, week. I, I feel like it was like a... Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe what, uh, February 25th? I don't know, but that sounds right. Something like that? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, within the last week, I'd say. I feel like it was recent. Anyways, yeah, no, uh, experienced a lot of bugs on it, and uh, yeah. That's uh, too bad. Yeah, I mean, I I did talk about its bugs previously, so (laughs) I feel like, yeah, it's still got them. But I mean, it sucks to hear that they got worse, right? Well, yeah, yeah, that was a piss off. But I think also that might have had... I was again. It was playing co-op with a buddy, and maybe it was just the co-op experience that was super bad. I haven't played much single-player, so I don't know. I'd like to think that no, their single-player is flawless. It's probably perfect, <laughs> no problems. You can always hear the dialogue of the NPCs when you're accepting a mission. <laughs> That's a pretty bad one. Yeah. Uh, no, but like seriously, it was more than half the time I just couldn't hear the dialogue. Yeah. When I'm dealing with an NPC, and it's like. I, I I turned the subtitles on, but I was like, "That's just annoying," you know. It is. Um, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so. No, totally, totally. I mean, I remember seeing. Um, I thought that, like, I kind of I thought of you when I was because I remember seeing some news articles scroll by, uh, being like, you know, I, I feel like version one point oh two patch dying light 
fixes um, infinite death loop caused by like exiting zone. Like yeah, that, that could have very well. I, I didn't experience that again huh. too recently. I, I did get it again probably. It must have been before this patch. It did happen once. Um, and that was just like, again, what the fuck. Um, yeah. But hey. Hmm. Whatever. It's, it's still bad. a lot yeah. of fun, though. You know. Sure. Um, sure. Like I hate to say it, but it's a lot of fun. No, <laughs> I mean, hey, like I mean that ultimately that is what's important. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we had like a like sort of a massive um, fr like frame rate discussion rant planned for today that I don't really think we're gonna get into. Nope. Um, but this has some frame rate issues. Well, just straight up freezing enemies <laughs> in the middle of the air for four seconds. Um, totally, totally, totally. Like I feel like it's relevant to you know we. we it's nice of you to point out how the game is still fun, even though it has all these major bugs. Yeah, yeah. Because similar to how I think you feel about frame rate, which is very concerned, whereas I'm a little bit, I don't know, more open to poorer frame rates, I guess is the way to call it. But um, I mean, it's not even just that. Like, I mean, a lot of the problems are way beyond the frame rate. Like, I wouldn't... For sure, That for wouldn't sure. bug me if that was the only issue. But that was the issue we were talking about with potentially Elden Ring, right? Was mm -hmm. that you were like, I don't know about the frame rate on PS4, I really gotta check, you know, yada yada yada. Mm. Um, which is a really good point, but I like the fact that you bring up the dying lane is still really fun, even though it has all these issues, because oh, yeah. that's kind of what I feel like is a little bit important about Elden Ring too, is that like, even if it may have some frame rate issues, but yeah. it's important to recognize what's good about it also. The the, the big issues w with um, Dying Light weren't the frame rate. It was, it was blue screens, it was uh, death loops, it was, uh, yeah. like, there were so many, and like, game-breaking bugs that you know make you want to rip your hair out for um, sure so if those problems are in Elden Ring that's a different story altogether um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we're not yeah. we're not talking the same thing here you know <laughs> but, you raise a very good point yeah like a frame rate whatever yeah, like uh, it can yeah. be annoying it, frame rate frame rate yeah exactly but like blue screens every hour it's like more sometimes yeah. like come on yeah, quitting app all the time, like, and dude, restarting, like, that's not, dude. that's not cool. Or just the mission not registering, so it's like, oh, man, you're stuck in this room now because the door just isn't open. Um, it's supposed to be, but, and, but the way the game is, like, you have to search for switches and, like, things, and so, like, a lot of the time, it's, like, you don't see what you're supposed to do right away until you really look, right? Mm -hmm. um, so the fact that the game bugs out really fucks with your head. You're like, is it me? Like, am I really, like, this fucking dumb? Like, I, I can't figure out how to get out of this area? You yeah. Know? And it's like, you, you search a video on it, and it's like, oh, no. No, that door's supposed to be open. Um, <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. So it got to the Man. point where I'd yeah. end up searching stuff a lot more than I wanted to because of these issues. Right. And quite often, it really was the game. Uh, there was once or twice that it was my bad. Like, it was right there, and I sure. just didn't see it, you know. But but that's the problem is when when you learn from the game that you can't trust your own, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> uh, there were uh, the first time I don't know how long I was searching. Um, I'm like, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way, and um, it, yeah, it must have been like 25 minutes or something of like a tiny room, and it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's rough. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it has its issues, but uh, it's still fun, and. Cool. Uh, I like to think that it doesn't have the issues on... Uh, I Again, I played 99% uh, co-op on a buddy's game. Mm -hmm. So I really like to think that it's my experience and my buddy's experience, but it's only because we were playing together. I hope so, man. I hope so. I mean, yeah. listen, I'm, I'm really rooting for Techland. Yep. Like, yep. I, I'm super... 
I'm super bummed that they have not been able to fix this yet. I think it's a bad look. Um, I think they're a cool company. I really hope that they that they can pull it together. Yep. Um, but I mean, yeah, here's hoping for future patches, man. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I want more content too. I mean, I mean if they say they're going to support the game this much, which they have, it's like they really have to get it together with that stuff. Mm. Like, and pretty fucking fast too. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have an infinite amount of time here. You know, well, like, I've just purchased another game. <laughs> that's like, kind I'm of kind it. Of, it's just like the mindshare is here now. It's like you know you need to get people in now and show them how good it is, mm. so that they're going to want to come back later for the other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I did roll the credits though. So. Oh, okay. Well, that, well, I mean that's that's huge. I mean, you really yeah yeah you played a lot of that game. Yeah. yeah. So to be fair, <laughs> I mean I got to give them some you know. If it's acceptable enough to roll credits on, then that's a good sign. Yeah, there was still a lot of stuff to do, but I was just fed up with the issues. Um, no, but I mean, if it's um, if you could deal with the issues enough to roll credits, oh yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah, big, yeah, yeah, right? Well, I like, mean, again, they claim you can do it in like what, 30, 40 hours or something. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's uh, or five hundred. Yeah, yeah, that that I think might. <laughs> it's add. a lot more believable I, for Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they were talking about five hundred because of how many times you need to reset your fucking app. Um, oh, Jesus. So yeah. yeah, you can play with it for five hundred hours, but you're not actually playing the game. Yeah, you're trying to get back in, or you're on a loading screen, or you're you know on a, just on a black screen. Game playing animation. you. <laughs> the, the game is playing you. That's it. That is it. But hey, in communist Russia, a game plays you. Yeah. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> oh man, Yakov Smirnov. That is totally a Yakov Smirnov line. Is that the character in Simpsons? No, no, he's he's a real comedian. Um, oh. He was a mate. Oh my God, you're not. Okay, no, I'm not familiar with him. I got a. He's a Russian comedian. Um, came over in the '90s. Amazing. Wow. Like he's absolutely hilarious. Okay. Um, yeah. So that must have been the inspiration for the Simpsons joke, I guess. Yeah, they talked about him for sure on uh, that. They talked about him on King of the Hill. Bobby uh, wanted to be like him. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been around for <laughs> ever. You know, uh, well, the nineties, <laughs> but uh, so ever to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's. Uh, I just recently watched. I think it was like him on like. Rodney Dangerfield was opening for him, like wow. introducing him. So it's like it's a long time ago, but yeah. holy shit, I was dying. Like <laughs> this guy is funny. I'll send him. I'll send you the video later. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. Game plays you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, uh, I guess we'll maybe take a little break. Yeah, let's take five, and then uh, we'll come back and do some news. Mm-hmm.